ABF Creative. ABF Hello, my little ones. My name is Miss Jojo, and you're listening to African Folk Tales. Inside my magical jeep with me as we explore African lands where animals talk and people fly. Are you ready? Get in! Make sure your seatbelt is on. The only thing we want to let loose is your imagination. Let's set the destination for our next story. Here we go! Hang on! Today, our magic jeep travels to a small village where we'll meet a young girl named Kaya. Make sure to listen closely for the bell. The bell will ring when I say the magic word of the story. Listen all the way to the end to discover if you guessed it correctly. And have fun! Once upon a time, there was a talented chef whose food was said to cheer up even the grumpiest of people. Her name was Kaya, and though she was only a young girl, she had mastered the art of cooking. Kaya was well-respected in her village, not just for her talent, but also for the generosity she showed. Each day, she spent long hours cutting up vegetables or kneading dough to make delicious meals for everyone. One fateful afternoon, when the men had gone hunting and the women were busy working in the fields, Kaya decided to leave the safety of the village to gather some wild onions. As she bent down to pick some, Kaya suddenly heard the loud flap of wings. When she looked up, she saw a large flock of grey pigeons hovering above her. For weeks, they'd been smelling Kaya's incredible food and decided she'd be the perfect chef for their king. And so, the pigeons lifted her up into the air and carried her over the fields where the women were working. Desperate to pull her back down, Kaya's mother stretched out her arms and tried to grab her daughter's ankles. But the pigeons flew far out of reach. They then flapped their wings even harder and flew toward the sunset. Kaya's weeping mother continued following them. Please return my child, she begged. But the pigeons did not listen. When darkness fell, the pigeons settled in a tree. They stayed there throughout the night, keeping Kaya with them. Kaya's mother was now tired after her long journey, and so she lay down beneath the tree and fell into a deep sleep. She did not hear the rustling of wings when the birds took flight. When she woke and realized the pigeons had taken Kaya with them, the poor woman returned to the village and told everyone about the terrible misfortune that befallen her daughter. By then, the pigeons had reached their own country. The king will be pleased with us! They cheered, and pleased he was. The king of the pigeons knew all about Kea's cooking thanks to his bird spies. He was excited to try some of her delicious food. So the king promptly made her his royal chef. For months, Kea lived among the pigeons, 
cooking food for the royal family. Her heart yearned for her mother and village, and she felt overwhelmingly lonely in the Pigeon Kingdom. Everyone bossed her around, except for the king's three sons, who treated her kindly. They ended up befriending Kea and quickly noticed how unfair the whole situation was. One day, when the king was about to set forth on a fishing trip, he announced that his sons would accompany him. By now, the princes had grown tired of their father. They saw how selfish he was for keeping Kea away from her home. This kind girl deserves to be returned to her family, said the oldest prince to his brothers. How will we help her? They talked among themselves and finally came up with a plan. They would each pretend to get hurt or feel sick on the trip so that they could sneak back to the palace. Then when no one was looking, they would escape with Kea. A few minutes into the trip, the youngest of the king's sons pretended to fall ill. Ow, ow, ow! He cried, forcing out fake tears. Father, I have sprained my ankle. Please let me go back. I must rest. The king, suspecting nothing, let him go. A little father and the second boy pretended to be sick. Oh, father, my stomach hurts so bad, he said making a show of doubling over. I must head back home immediately. The king, who yet again suspected nothing, let him go. Finally, the third complained of a burning pain in his head. Father, I have a splitting headache, said the oldest son. I would only be a burden to you and the other men if I stay. I will head back and get some rest. I will surely join you next time. And just like his brothers, the oldest prince was sent back by the unsuspecting king. When all three princes had reached the palace, they secretly called for Kea. Hurry, Kea, hurry! They whispered, We shall reunite you with your family, but we must not waste any time. Go, gather your things! Kea couldn't believe it. But she did as she was told and hastily threw all of her belongings into a bag. She quietly snuck out with the sons, who were certain that no one had seen them. But you see, they were wrong. For the king's mother saw everything from her bedroom window. The old woman yelled out, Yeah! Yeah! The chef girl has gone forth, taking the king's sons with her! Do you think the king's mother was taken seriously? If you said yes, you were right. Everyone trusted her because they knew she had no reason to lie. Her voice was heard by one of the king's fishermen, whose ears were as keen as the hairs. He turned toward the sound and said, Listen, the king's mother is calling. She says, The chef has escaped and taken the king's children with her. The king of the pigeons grew angry. He called together his vast army. And from all corners of the sky, there came the whirl of gray wings. 
The swarm was so large that they blocked out the sun, causing the sky to darken. When all were assembled, the king told his warriors about the escapees. Now go and bring them back to me, he shouted. As soon as the king spoke, there was a stirring of angry wings, like the sound of a stormy sea beating upon the shore. With the king leading the way, the pigeon army flew southward in pursuit of the young girl and her friends. Meanwhile, Kea and the princess reached a great sea. Standing where the waves broke round her feet, she cried, See, see, please be divided so that we may cross. At the sound of her voice, the waters magically parted. Kea and the princess hurried across the dry land until they safely reached the shore. Then the waters rolled back with a thunderous crash, just as the army of pigeons reached the sea line. On the opposite side, the king and his warriors could see Kea and the princess. They wondered how the four had crossed such large and stormy waters. The sea was so wide that even the pigeons could not fly across it without tiring halfway. Though she was safe for the time being, Kea was always thinking ahead. She worried that the pigeons would find her again. So she turned to the princes for help. We must find a way to get rid of them for good, she begged. What if they find my village again? When I was little, I read a story about a magic spell that would wipe away people's memories, said the second oldest son. If it is true, we will need a small rock. We must wrap two dandelion roots and a strand of your hair around it. Then you will have to chant, Banish me from your mind. To this spell, it is you I bind. After that, you must throw the rock into the sea. It's worth a try, replied Kea. With little time to waste, the young girl started wading through the shallow water in search of a rock. Two of the princes helped, while the youngest ran off to find dandelion roots. When they finally gathered all of the necessary ingredients, the oldest prince said to Kea, Now pull out a strand of your hair. Kea followed his instructions. She then wrapped the hair around the smooth stone along with the dandelion roots. Once it was secured, she held the stone over her head and yelled, Banish me from your mind. To this spell, it's you I bind. With that, Kea flung the stone as hard as she could. Everyone watched as it flew into the air, then crashed into the deep, dark waves below. Whatever magic the spell contained seemed to work, for the children watched as the king's army turned around and quietly marched away. Overjoyed, Kea hugged the princess and thanked them for their help. They continued on their journey and soon found the village where Kea was finally returned to her own people. Her homecoming was celebrated with much dancing and singing, and Kea was forever known as the queen who thwarted the pigeons. Her friends, the three princes, were welcomed as well, and Kea made sure their bellies were filled with the tastiest meals for as long as they decided to stay.
The moral of the story is that no matter how bleak a situation might seem, there will always be someone who's willing to help us out. Despite the hardships we face, it's nice to remember that we can still have faith in other people. Did you hear the bell? Did you discover the magic word of the story? If you said yearn, you are right! Yearn is spelled Y-E-A-R-N. If you yearn for something, it means you have an intense wish or desire for it. Because Kea was taken away from her home, she yearned to be reunited with her family and friends because she missed them so dearly. Have you ever yearned for anything? Thanks for taking this trip with me today. I can't wait for you to travel to the next story with me. African Folktales is produced by ABF Creative. To learn more about the show, go to abfc.co slash folktales. If you loved this show, then tell someone you know. Our magical Jeep journeys are more fun when you can bring your friends along. Thanks for listening. Bye!